Blog Talk Radio. Good afternoon. My name is Jeanette Abney, and I want to thank you for signing in, listening, joining in with me here at Precious Predicaments Blog Talk Radio. Now, basically, ooh, I'm trying to, this thing got me going the wrong way. I'm trying to do the, <laughs> I just can't win today. Um, I want to say that the show is basically designed to provide information to help individuals in areas that they may be dealing with as it relates to relationship issues, as well as interpersonal issues, whether it has to do deal with mental health. Now, I am, as many individuals know, I am a licensed marriage and family therapist. I have a private practice. In addition to having a private practice, I, um, I also provide a variety of different services. Now, with what I do, it is to basically to try to help individuals as they live their life. I'm sitting here looking at my iPad. I don't know why my iPad such just do not want to go the way I want it to go. This is really getting on my nerves. So maybe I'll, I'll press the live tape. Okay, here we go. Okay, so I have my first guest on. Let me log him on. Give me one second. This is crazy. Hello, and I believe this is Mr. Ed. How you doing, Mr. Ed? Uh, hi there, Jeanette. Oh, my God. <laughs> I was sitting there playing with my iPad, and my iPad was having me upside down, sideways, going to, um, you know what, today. Uh, 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 TMI, Jeanette, TMI, that's a little too much. No, because I didn't want to press the go live button because <laughs> it was your all personal over the situation, you know. <laughs> and, and I, I want to say, because today's topic is entitled Fake Friends, I want to say thank you for being a friend. I do want to say that uh, I did go to the eye doctor today, and they di- dilated my eyes with so much stuff. And my eyes are healthy, so they did say my eyes are healthy. But they sent me home, and I felt like, Mr. Magoo, you should have saw mm. me trying to get home, couldn't see nothing. And the suckers told me today I had 20-20 vision. I can't wait to tell my daughter that I had 20-20 vision in both my eyes because I have a good memory so if I said it the first time, show me the line, I can say it again. <laughs> and I wasn't trying to cheat on the eye exam, but uh, it is what it is. But right now, my eyes, my vision is horrible. I can't see anything. It, everything is just blurry to me. So, um, so thank you for your concern. Thank you for talking to me about that. But... They put something my in my pleasure. eye. Whatever they put in my eye, it took the red part away because my eye was red for two months. But they said it was inflammation in my eye. So I don't know. I don't get it. So I'm uh, glad they took care of that. Yeah, they did for right now. Oh, no, but this is what they said. Um, they gave me a prescription for 800 milligrams of Motrin three times a day. That's a hell of a lot of Motrin. That's a lot. So I don't understand why i got to take all the Motrin. So that's what they said. On top of weaning me off the prednisone, because they said sometimes with steroids, it can affect your eyes like that. But my eye was like this before the steroids. So it is what it is. So, but I am definitely going to make sure that I'm taking care of myself. So I want to read what I wrote, 
as it relates to this topic today. And then we're going to dive into this topic because I was getting a lot of information from people, and they were like, then I don't know if I want to call in on this topic because, you know, some of my friends, I got, they pissed me off. And some, of, and it's mm-hmm. like, what makes a good friend? I just had this conversation with one of my son's friends, and I told my friend, him, my son is not a good friend. He's not. But when we talk about fake, and it kind of goes into different songs and that we've heard, and people have had bad experiences, some good, some bad, when it comes to friends. And, it, and it, you know, and it reminds me of that song, Friends, How Many of Us Have Them? Friends, the ones you can't depend on, you know, because we all have our perception of a friend. So when I put the thing out about fake friend, I said, as a child, many individuals determine their worth based on their friends because if they don't have a lot of friends, they didn't feel as if they were popular. Some individuals also are still connected to friends by which they have known for the individuals for a number of years. That's me. I've got people that I still connect with from time to time that I've known for over 50-something years. We went to kindergarten together, you know. Now, a friend possesses many characteristics, all of which may not be positive or beneficial to the growth of the relationship. The song Backstabber has great lyrics which many individuals have now ignored. Others may not even know how to address the matter. So when we talk about fake friends, loyal friends, what makes a friend? What, 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 what do you think a friend is all about? How do you be a friend of somebody? Well, it depends on what kind of friend you're talking about. You got, like you said, good friends. You got fake friends. You got not-so-good friends. So there is a variety of types of friends. You got some friends, though, just because they're not they're not necessarily fake because they're not good friends. Mm-hmm. They're just not good friends, <laughs> you know, but they're not necessarily fake friends, if that makes any sense. Because I've had some friends, I've had some friends that they were not really good friends, but mm-hmm. when, 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 when push came to shove, they came you know, they had my back, you know, mm-hmm. and I wasn't even expecting them to have my back, you know. Mm-hmm. So so it depends on the individual, you know. Correct. I mean, and you so. know what? Everybody is not friendly. And that's what I said about my son. Yeah. My son's not a very friendly person. He's a very popular person, but he's not a very friendly person. I was a very popular person, but I'm the type of person that I was a loyal but if you piss me off, you don't want me to be your enemy because I'm a horrible person to piss off. I don't, I'm not revengeful. I'm not. The, the best thing I could do is leave you alone. And when I leave you alone, you're going to miss the friendship because you're going to realize I was a friend. I was a true friend. But I know how to leave people alone in this season in my life. Where when I was young, <laughs> if my friend betrayed me, Mr. E, I beat the hell out of him. So as I got older, <laughs> when I got older, I realized I can't be doing all of that. So I had to, you know, and I always choose my friends wisely. You know, um, I remember one time my daughter brought to my attention how most of my friends were kind of, I've always had a, a beautiful female friend. I never really had unattractive female friends. But I remember one time my mother told me, I see you, Linda. You know about the friends. 
one of the, one of the things my mother used to say, my mother would call people out their name. My mother said, Jeanette, them B-I-T-C-H's are only your friend because you know a lot of males. And all these boys be hanging around over here. That's the only reason why they coming over here. I thought they was really being my friend. But they weren't being my friend. They was coming over there getting a hookup. <laughs> so I was kind of caught up in the middle. So when we talk about um, what is being a friend, and it says that when we talk about friendship, we wanted to include honesty, loyalty, and respect. Just think of those three things, Mr. Mister Ed. Honesty. Oh, some friends were, are not very honest with you. Loyalty. My sister taught me just because they're your best friend don't mean that you're their best friend. And I was like, you don't point there. You know, just because I say you're my bestie, bestie, you can have another bestie, bestie. And another one is respect. You would want them to respect the relationship and our friendship. A lot of times they don't. See, I don't like people. I, when I was younger, I didn't like people telling my business. If I told you something, I never said it was a secret. I, I would never say don't tell nobody something because it gives it power. So I never gave people that ability to blackmail me with stuff. But honesty, loyalty, respect, what do you think about that with those three things in regards to a friendship that it should include? Well, those things um, are definitely um, qualities that would help rank a friendship. I mean, mm-hmm. of course, those that are more loyal and honest and what have you, they'll rank higher among mm-hmm. those that have lesser of those qualities, you know? Mm-hmm. So, of course, um, you know, those are qualities that are going to be, that put somebody in the higher range as far as your circle goes. Um, but like, what I was saying earlier, like, it's like just, just because someone, um, you know, is not necessarily, you know, like the best, of, best friend you can have, you know, that means they're not totally honest or whatever. It doesn't necessarily mean they're a bad friend, though. You know, they're, they're mm-hmm. just not, you know, your best friend, <laughs> if that makes sense. You know what? We have what T.D. Jake said. We have, we have comrades. We have confidants. We have associates. And, and, and my friend, Dr. Lisa Romain, she would always say, I would say your friend. She'd be like, that's not my friend. That's my coworker or that's my colleague. You know, so we put people in certain categories based on where they fall within how they engage in our circle. And it should be a place where we feel taken care of and where we can build trust. See, I don't like being around people that I can't trust. My mother used to, I used to have a saying, and and to be honest with you now, I realized that was one of the craziest sayings I used to have. And it was, keep your friends close and your enemies closer. I don't want my enemy nowhere around me. If you don't like me, stay away from me. If you don't want to be around me, don't. Don't pretend to be my friend, and you're not. Because once you get it, that's going to be a problem. You know, you got friends that sleep with other people's husbands and wives, and, you know, people are the best man in your wedding, and the next thing you know, he's making a pass at your wife. Really? That ain't your friend? You know, are they the soul? That's not a friend. Normally, when you give somebody the the, the status of being a good friend, they generally mm-hmm. earn that status. You don't just call somebody, "Oh, this is my good friend," just because you mm-hmm. you, you think you're friends. You know, generally, that person has earned that status as good friend. 
You know, right. other than that, they're just, like you said earlier, associates or compadres and things of that nature, you know, homies, you know, <laughs> you know. But a friend is somebody who basically earned that position because they, you you know, they show you over, over time that they are there for you. Sometimes, huh? Mr. Ed, sometimes, Mr. Ed, we will give them the title as being our friend, and they really are not. I just, I just celebrated, which I didn't even realize it, but Sunday was the one-year anniversary of my godbrother's passing, Mr. Delano Blackwell. And he was in a coma before he actually transitioned. So he was in a coma for maybe two and a half years. And we've been knowing each other practically all of our life. And I used to consider him as a friend, a brother. You know, we was cool. I, I knew a lot. But when I had a conversation, I realized a long time ago, I may have been a friend to him, but he was not a friend to me. And the reason being is because that was the type of person he was. It had nothing to do with me. So sometimes we got to look at things from a different perspective and not take it personal, meaning that's just who they are. If you got a friend and this person is always talking about other people, they're going to talk about you too. If you got a friend and you know that this person is a thief or this person is a whoremonger or this person, you got to know what you're dealing with. See, with me, I take people for face value. I don't talk about individuals behind their back. I don't degrade and I don't judge. But don't try to bamboozle me. Don't come to me like, Oh, Jeanette, we good with, and then you trying to do things, because if I find out, it could be a problem. <laughs> when all you got to do, it's like somebody told me the other day, everybody got an agenda. Just tell me, and we can go from there. Okay, I got a call, call coming in. Let me log this person on. Hey, Hi. hey, how you doing? I'm doing well. This way busy. This way busy, way busy, way busy. Way busy, way busy, way busy, way busy. What do you do with these fake friends? And I mean, and I'm not getting <laughs> off like that because I got people in my life that I may not talk to them every day, but when they call me, they know Jeanette is there. I think about them, but that don't mean that I gotta be there to bail them out financially. It doesn't mean that I gotta do all these things. And well, if you was my friend, you. Because some people will try to manipulate you. Well, you know. Yeah. But when we start talking about this, is something we learn in school as a kid because our parents first start off making us associate with people. And some of them people, you know, and, and it's crazy because this is the month of December. My father was murdered in December mm. by a man, and his defense was. I didn't do it because he was my friend. You shot my father four times, three or four times. And I'm not Ooh. saying that if he wouldn't have killed him, I know my father probably would have killed the man because I know my daddy. But the thing is, you couldn't come up with a better defense than that. I didn't do it because he was my friend. But you walked into his house after he told you to leave because you were being abusive towards your girlfriend. And you got mad and mumbled, I'm going to kill you, da 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 because my dad was a big bully. And then you come back and you shoot him in the leg so he can't move. And then you shoot him in the face because you want to ruin his face. And you shoot him. But you mm. his friend? He was killed by his friend. And my father was very popular. 
you were very. He tried to be, I'm not saying he was a good friend because he was a friend or wasn't a good friend of people, but his own friend killed him. And sometimes that happened. I was just telling my son that about the only reason why he's still alive is because people don't want to have to deal with my son's family, but everybody in good friends. So, Wade Bibby, what is your take on that when we start talking about fake friends? I, 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 I have to say something. I have to say something, though, because, you know, because I hear you talking like this, and I'm thinking, okay, okay, cool, cool, cool. Okay, I see what you're saying. But, you know, it's, it's sad to hear it. But uh, but people interact with other people, and you have to remember, I know you know this already. I'm going to say stuff you already know, so just don't worry about it. So I'm going to talk about it anyway. Um, there's an illusion that people are in. It's a false sense of their self. It's not really who they are. You understand? Mm-hmm. And people have relationships. People have people have relationships like this, man. And you got all this stuff going on, like you pointed out, man. All this crazy stuff going on, man. Look at if you was talking straight, talk like we would talk to each other straight, because we can see this stuff and we know that we don't. We don't. We, that's not how we're doing it, though, right? But okay. Mm-hmm. But but other people, other people don't see this because they be they be doing that thing like this, you know. And if you told them, oh, you an illusion, you know, and I'm in reality, they'd be like, oh man, you tripping, man. You know, so you can't talk to them like that. You can't talk to them like that. You cannot you know talk what? to I'm people like that. that. One of my one of my childhood friend Linda is on here, and she's on Facebook. I wish she'd call in. And I was just talking about my father. We've had growing up a lot of our childhood friends were murdered by other childhood friends. That wasn't a friend. Whether it was in the drug game, whether it was because of money whether it was because of women, whether whatever the case may be, that wasn't a friend. You know, I had mentioned a couple of weeks ago that I had went to a childhood friend of mine's um, sister's funeral, and I never kind of understood why she distanced herself from me. I never understood. But when I went uh-huh. to the funeral, it made sense. I understood when one of the women was speaking at the funeral. I said, I didn't know that they were good friends like that. <laughs> Now it made sense to me, you know. But I, I thought maybe, because I know I never did, and I'm like, but, but the other girl was only my friend because her boyfriend and my boyfriend were friends, and she was trying to get attention, and she tried to be my friend. You were the fake friend for me. Okay, Linda, the number to in and join in on the conversation is 516-387-1900. Again, 516-387-1914. Because I want to hear your take on this too, Linda, because I know that I learned you have a best friend that I didn't even know was your best friend until I went to Vegas that I had been knowing since I was a kid. And when she told me, I didn't know y'all was friends. You know, and, and I'm not seeing that. People we connect from all levels, all walks of life. You never know who know who. You you never know. But the reason with this topic is individuals don't have to be fake. Be who you are. Be authentic. You know, when you smile on somebody's face and what they say all the time, they want to take your place, some backstabbers, they're not happy within themselves. And I don't like to see people get hurt by individuals that they thought had their best interest because hurt people will hurt other people. And sometimes individuals don't know how to confront it 
or they don't know how to address it. Or sometimes they just, you know, shy away or whatever the case may be. When we start talking about what really makes a friend, and like I said, when we talk about with friends, friendship, a state of enduring affection, esteem, intimacy sometimes, don't have to be sex, and the trust. You want to be able to trust that person. I say you blossom, but you want to be able to trust that person. That's what you call a friend. Now, in all cultures, friendships are important relationships throughout a person's lifespan, and especially when you're young. When you're young, I don't have no friends. I don't. Some individuals are just antisocial. Some individuals don't do well with other people. Now, a friend is also about trust, but a friend is also somebody that you want to be able to share things with on a deep level of understanding and communication. You want to be able to share things. A good friend will show genuine interest and what you have to say and how you think and feel, Mm -hmm. and then accept you for who you are. 387-194. Okay, I was repeating the number again. 516-387-194. It's on Facebook, too, Linda. If you look at the top of the thing and it says to join in on a conversation call, the the number is on there, 516-387-194. Okay, now when I said that, I heard somebody laughing that they'll accept you for who you are. That was that was me. I was laughing because you was you was you was telling the truth. That's why. Yeah. Except you ain't got to be phony. You ain't got. I'm not faking phony around people I know. I'm not. See, when I, even though I went to school, got my education, got my degrees, da 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 da, da did all of that stuff. When and I know my auntie had said something to me about being concerned about me sometimes going back to the old neighborhood or whatever. I'm not worried about that. <laughs> That's my least worry. But I do know everybody ain't my friend. I'm aware of that now. I didn't know that when I was growing up because I didn't know anything about or as much as I know now about friendship. But I know now. Now, when we talk about these things and the, the qualities of a friend, like I say, trust, Knows you well. I think Linda's signing in. Let me lock her on because I want to hear what she got to say. Hi, Linda. Is that you? Yes, this is me. I was walking, so I didn't have a pen. I had to wait till I get back home. Yes. Okay. And you're way busy. I think you got background noise going on. Somebody got noise. So, Linda, what is your is take on this? Hold up. Hold up. Let me check it out. Okay. Linda, what is your take on this? Because you know you've been knowing me, girl, practically all my life. I don't even remember when I didn't know you. But when we talk about friends, what comes to mind? Because you know what? Your cousin popped in my head, and I used to think she was so beautiful. But she was jealous of her. That was so jealous of your cousin. So Wait, I'm trying to put it my earbud away because it's in the way. Can you hear me, Lynn? Yeah, just one second. I'm putting it in my Now, can you hear me? I can hear you now. So what is your take okay. on that when it comes to friends? Because you, like me, you got friends that you've been and people you've been knowing for umpteen, 50-something years and all of this. Well, and as I was talking, when you first popped up, you know your, sister, your your cousin 
popped up in my head, Linda, that Linda. And she was so beautiful. Oh, okay. Um, my, 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 uh, I'll put on friendships. I agree with you. First of all, I have so many siblings that I honestly don't need friends. But, you know, sometimes they want to be in your life and you choose to accept them. And that's why when I was at school, most people thought I was mean. It wasn't that I was mean. I didn't want to be bothered with BS. So I chose mm-hmm. to stick with my family. But when I found a friend, we stayed friends. Like you said, the one who lived in Las Vegas. Sweet as she can be. I met her at Centennial. And we've always stayed in contact. We always talk practically every week. And my best friend, too, Stephanie Moten, we met mm-hmm. at, in Smarty Pants since elementary school, and we're still close mm-hmm. because when you got a good friend, and I mean my definition of a friend is somebody's going to be there no matter what, even though, thank God, I never need mm-hmm. them to be there for me. But as far as hanging out, having fun, or if I'm going through something, I can talk to them. But as far as financially, I never feel like – when you put finances in between you and your friendship, that kind of makes the problem. So I don't Ooh, usually yes, do that. Money. That's why I go to work. And say this too. But, but you know, and this friends, is the thing. We always stay friends. I like, didn't you know, even I know that you knew her family. until when I was in Vegas. I've been knowing her since I was a kid. And when she met, I was like, how you know Linda? I never put y'all or you guys together. I would have never You never knew she went to Centennial? I remember her in high school well, because remember she was older than me. I think the, the baby yeah, was my age. my age. But see, but her mother Shirley and my grandmother were friends. I knew oh. them when they lived on 137th in those apartments. Right. That's when. That's when she lived when she went to Centennial. Okay, so I remember her as a kid. I, 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 like I said, I, I used to live on 137th. Years yeah. ago, but she didn't live there then because, you know, we, all of us moved. My cousins, Apollo Doors, and us, we all moved. But mm-hmm. when I met her at school, we clicked, and I was like, she got a good heart. I don't look for outside appearance. I look for that heart. I'll, I'm like, she's God, a, I'm going to follow that heart. Yes, she's a very sweet person. Always, Always. have it. Always. Always have it. I just I didn't know the My son but and my Baby, the new grand, my new grandbaby last this morning at 364. Hey, I'm 324 last night, 326, and I called her. I said, hey, no, let me know. But having a good friend is a good thing. But if you don't have a good friend, all I say is guess who's your best friend? God. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And your family, there are family members that don't get along because sometimes you're like, God, I was forced to be with you because you're my family. But you still can weed through them. Well, there you go. You know what my all. son Say you can't pick and choose your family members, and this is what I say: I can pick and choose who I associate with. Yeah, I don't have to associate I... with anybody in my family. I got family exactly. members I don't even know. I don't even know I'm related to them. You know, I don't have to know because family. You got fake family members, just like you have fake friends. Exactly. That's why you like. Because even my, one of my sisters always say, "You don't never hang out with me." I'd be like, first of all, you unreliable. My word mm-hmm. is my bond. If I say something, I'm gonna do it. So if you don't say anything and you expect somebody to do something for you at the last minute and they already got plans, you missed out because you don't, you're too all over the place. Mm-hmm. You got to be see, structured. Here's another... friend, you got to be structured. And if you're not going to be structured, you can't be my friend because I can't be bought with too much work. Correct. Oh, there you go. My daughter, you, it's funny you said that. My daughter's going through something like that. She gave up saying, Mom, my friend is always this, always that. I said, learn. Your friend is too much work. If you're too much work, talk to them. Talk to them when you got to go. You're too much work. And it's you know what, like, and, and that, is, that is either they needy, they clingy. My mother used to say, give me, loan me, let me have, because, you know, Jean had a whole lot of sayings. 
You know, and exactly. he was a full piece of work when it came to being a friend, you know. Exactly. But by that same time, like, I'm like her. We had a Yeah, he was right or die. If my mother liked you, she loved you. She liked you. If she didn't like you, she didn't mess with you. That was just the way she and was. And she was not fake only about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you, if I come around you, I might give you a high, and that's about where you gonna get. You know, I'm not messing with you because I know you're messy. I don't mess with messy people because my time is focused on doing what I have to do, and I'm here to do what God sent me to do, and it's not being bothered with BS. And I don't. I tell people, I don't do BS. And they always ask, Linda, why do you always, you know, look so young? And this, I'm like, first, first of all, I don't stress because Jesus died on their cross. Second of all, I don't do BS, mm-hmm. and I read that part. And if you want a good person, look at their heart. See how they, where their money's being spent. A good friend lets you know how they are good by how they spend their money. Wherever that money is, that's what they love. If they love the wrong thing, you got to go. Yeah. One of the things that I'm looking at, and I want to ask each of you, and it talks about demonstrating um, traits you're looking for as well in a friend. You know, and like I said, most of my friends, my daughter brought to my attention, they all was light-skinned, they all looked the same, they all, and I didn't know nothing about colorism back in the day. I really didn't. And um, then when I started hanging out with other friends, and, you know, I, I, it was just my personality. And people thought I was mean, too, Linda. They really did. But I wasn't yeah. worried about all of that. But the thing is, you want them to be honest. You want them to be encouraging. You don't want them to be draining, meaning always negative. You want them to be non-judgmental. You ain't got to judge me, but if I'm wrong about something, or you see I'm being a hot mess, let me know I'm being a hot mess. You want them to be dependable. You don't want to always be there for them but yet, when you even need to call them, they don't even answer their phone, or they're oh, no. not. But and you want them to be humorous. You want them to. You want to be able to laugh with your friend. I tell individuals, no matter what you're going through, I can make you laugh. You know, because I'm gonna bring up something. I'm gonna have a good time. I'm not very. I'm not one that we gotta just socialize all the time. But I'm humorous. You know, and sometimes individuals struggle with that because sometimes we need a good laugh take our mind off some things. So right. what are some, one of the some qualities that you look for in a friend? Mr. Ed? Qualities? Qualities, um, yeah. hmm, That's a good question. I really haven't looked for friends. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, because you know, when I was, when I, let me say it like this: when I was when I was younger, you know, it's like when I was in school and stuff. You know, I was I was always an outgoing kind of kid. You know, I was always I was that I was that guy. You know, because we moved a lot when I was a kid. You know, okay, and um, you know, and I was very easy at making friends. You know, you know, because I always met people. I would see people doing something, and I would just go over there and ask them questions. Next thing you know, we're buddies. You know, uh-huh. and um, and. Uh, same to the same extent with girls too, you know. I never really had a problem with girls. Like a lot of guys, you know, they would be had problem talking to girls and stuff. And I didn't because I, I didn't come at them as 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 girls. I came at them as other kids. <laughs> uh-huh. And so I was, you know, so I was able to relate to them better that way. Now, of course, when I got older in my teens and stuff, and you start seeing girls different, you know. Then, uh-huh. <laughs> I mean, but I. Was, but I would still approach it the same way. You know, I would, you know, chit-chat and I would joke and, you know, fool around just like, you know, like they were just uh, another person rather than this is a girl, you know, kind of thing. Uh-huh. And um, that's, why I, that's why I was attractive in high school and stuff. You know, I had girls, they, they thought I was really, you know, you know, but I wasn't really trying to hit on nobody or nothing like that. I was just, just a fun guy, you know. And, uh-huh. um, 
So I ended up having a lot of guys that became, you know, made me their mentors, you know, where he would get in them. I would, be, I, would, I, would look, I would look a black, like a black Fonzie, uh-huh. you know, <laughs> and a lot of guys would follow around trying to, you know, get, you know, learn how to do stuff. And, right. um, but I mean, so but I went through my thing too, but as far you, as friendship you? went, um, uh, as far as friends and what I was looking for in friends, I really didn't look for what I, what I noticed. If if you, if you say you're a friend, I'm going to look at you and uh, and evaluate and see what kind of friend you are, rather than mm-hmm. what you say. There you go. So I look at I look at what you what you show me rather than what you tell me. And you know what? And, and people don't realize that their actions speak louder than words. I had a I was talking to um, a guy last night, and he said. Jeanette, all you got to do is pay attention. They're going to expose themselves. All you got to do is just give it some time. You'll see it. Sometimes you can see it in their facial expressions. You can see how when you see the deep that you're elevating. If people are not happy for you and are they Debbie Downer or they, you, you, you'll see it. You'll see it. I remember one time yeah, I met I'll use this. Let me say this. On my 50th birthday, Linda, my sister came down and smashed my birthday cake and said, well, at least you got a pie. I said, no, this well, is uh, What? She no. smashed my birthday cake. I don't know if it was no. on purpose or it was an accident. She smashed my cake and told me, and then she put a 40-ounce bottle on top of the cake in the car while we owed our way to my birthday event and told me, at least now you got a pie. Well, you know that that was the last birthday party my sister ever came to of mine was my 50th. Who do that? I don't blame It's like everything. That was your sister. I had to go off. But I was like, I had to realize that I was doing it. That was your friend or your sister? That was my sister. My sister smashed my 50th birthday and said, at least five. Yeah, let me say this. I, I got something for that too because you know I mean I've I, I lived life, you know, and uh, I say it like this here. You got what you was talking about a little bit about about relatives earlier. You got you got you got two kinds of relatives. You got relatives that are family, and you got relatives that are just relatives. Mm-hmm. You get me? Mm-hmm. All relatives okay. are not family. I hear you. I hear you. Just relatives, you know. Mm-hmm. While others are actually your family. Those are the ones that care. You get the other ones I, that are related to you, whoever they are, cousins, aunties, whoever, uh, uh, siblings, or whatever. They're just family. They're, I mean, they're just relatives. They're not family. So it's a big difference. So mm-hmm. all that old, well, you know, they're family, so therefore, you know, I don't care. You know, I don't care if you family because if you treat me like I'm an outcast, I'm gonna see you as an outcast as well. You know, mm-hmm. So because we've got the same blood going through our veins, doesn't mean we're family. Right, you're right. Related, but that doesn't mean you're friendly. Okay, um, we're busy. What is the characteristic of a friend that you is a characteristic that works for you? First of all, that works for you. That works for me. Um, Self awareness actually works for me really well. Um, you know. Uh, somebody's behavior frustrates me, you know. I don't snap at them. Instead, I think of a way to express how I feel. 
to them and hopefully motivate that person to not repeat those actions. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So that would be one. That'd be one thing that I that I would definitely uh, be aware of. All right. Um, Linda, what is a quality that you look for in a friend? I look for honesty. I look for they have to have common sense, and it can't be done. If you're dumb, I have no patience for you. <laughs> um, no time for dumb people. <laughs> you got to have well, a good sense of you. And if you love God, there's, there's a difference. Let me say this because there's, there's a disclaimer. There's a difference between dumb and being stupid and being ignorant. And some individuals well, I mean, don't, I mean, yeah, come and individuals do things no. that are not conducive to the relationship, meaning like, why did you do that? Why did you, why are you dragging me into this? Why are you, I can no longer be your friend because I cannot be attached to this. So I hear what you're saying, Linda. Yeah, but when I say dumb, I mean illiterate, meaning you don't want to do better, you don't want to learn anything, you want to stay right. stuck. Cause we're not even going to start right. a friendship. Just go, I'm going to keep on right. going. Have a blessed day. So, in other words, uh, Linda, if I may, you're not talking about uh, a person's um, uh, uh, intelligence level. You're talking about how they are as far as if they want to do better or what, right? Correct. You have to be intelligent yeah. to want to do better. If you're not intelligent, you don't want to do better. You, I wouldn't say that. I would say, well, and I'm going to say this. Okay, I'm going to say this. I'm going to say, say this. My, mother, my grandmother used to say, if you lay down with dogs, you wake up with fleas. Birds of a feather stick together. You know, um, if, okay, I'll use myself as an example. I'm very goal-driven. I'm highly educated, but that doesn't mean all of my friends have to have degrees. I don't base my friends based on that. But if I'm moving forward and i got a friend to my you always want to do this. Or if I invite them to my show and they'll say they'll call in but don't, or I hear that they talk about, I don't know who she thinks she is, she thinks she's the smartest person in the room. And that don't even have to be a relative. That could be somebody you married to and sleeping with that can have them same feelings towards you. So when we start talking about these things, I don't want to, I will not, well, no, I want to, but it's not conducive of me to have my consist of unmotivated people. I remember, Linda, I had this young lady, and, and, and like I said, I never had, I don't care for unattractive friends because they're draining too and they're needy. I'm not saying they got anything to do with their self-esteem or anything like that, but I remember one time I had this one lady. She was only my friend because she was attracted to a guy that I was dating or used to date. And that was the only reason she hung out with me. And one time we went out to go eat, and she and I, she, went, she asked me how he was doing. And I said, I don't know. She said, well, he don't return my phone calls, but I bet you he'll return yours. And when I called him, I'm like, you really only trying to be my friend because you want to hook up with him. I ain't got nothing to do with that. And that's how some people are. But I'll never forget, Linda, she was renting a house, and the people were selling the house. And I said, well, why don't you buy your house? She said, I don't want to. I'd rather move in a project. Why would you move in a project if you got a down payment and a credit score high enough for you to buy your own house? It was that mentality. That's what you call ignorance. There you go. And I was able to try to help her connect with people. She didn't want it. I had to leave her alone. I had to leave her alone. 
Because we on two different levels. I'm on well, let's buy a house, let's generate wealth, and you wanna well I'll move into the projects. I ain't gonna visit you on no projects. <laughs> I, I, I can definitely relate to what you said there because you know, like I was saying earlier, it's about sometimes it's not about uh, intellect that 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 uh, you know puts a person in a position. It's about their basic wherewithal mindset. Mm-hmm. I mean, you got it's, it's, you, you've heard the term educated fool. Oh yeah, oh yeah. You have a lot of people that have, you know, they have intellects. You know, they have they have education. They know they have degrees and all that, and they're still dumb as dumb, dumb as they can be. You know, I can make I can give you a lot of examples. You know, but um, you know, so being a you know being a, a so-called intellect or intellectual person does not mean you can't be dumb as well. You got a lot of inter, inter, intelligent dummies. Correct. <laughs> okay. I'm going to say this. Okay. Uh, and, 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 and a lot of people that don't have that kind of education, and they're very intelligent, you know. I know, I, like, for instance, I think some of my, I think I had, I used to have this one friend of mine, I think he was one of the best friends I had. I mean, I'm, I'm talking about one of my best friends. And he wasn't all that bright, you know. He didn't have no degrees or nothing, but he was a cool guy. He was loyal. You know, man, me and him was, was good, you know. He had my back and stuff, you know. And he, but he wasn't all that bright, you know. And he made some mistakes. And he did some weird that, 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 stuff. But he was a good guy, though. If that huh? friend is constantly getting you in trouble, or that friend is lying on you, oh. and that friend is trying to you you married and she be winking at your woman or telling your woman bad things about you, that's not your friend. Well, that's a different kind oh. of friend. I'm not talking about that kind of friend. That's another kind of friend. I'm talking about this guy. There's one guy, particular guy, that was like like my best friend. He, you know, he was there for me, helped me out. He was he was a good, just a good guy in my life, you know. And he wasn't like a lot of other so-called friends that do try to do just what you said. They try to lead you in stuff that can get you in trouble. and They want to hit on your woman and all that kind of stuff, you know. Those are different kinds of guys. That's why I said I've learned that you have to observe what a person is showing you rather than what they tell you. They can show you the kind of friend they are just by, you know. what to do. Sometimes individuals don't know how to detach because they don't even identify. I remember my mother brought to my attention some people that I thought were my friends, and my mother was like, Jeanette, she don't like you. Jeanette, he ain't your friend. I remember, I'll never forget I had a woman that I had helped get a job. She was working with me, and the woman needed to, she was going to something and do it in L.A., and I asked my mother if she could spend a night. My mother called me in the middle of the night and said, Jeanette, why are you sending that hoe over my house? I said, huh? She said, that effort don't like you? She said, that woman stood up all night and talked about you. She don't like you. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. And I mean, we took some college classes together. I used to be her son's school bus driver. This woman, when I, when I helped her get the job, she went from welfare to owning like six houses. And, and she was so jealous of me and so insecure. She started talking to my mama. I don't know what my mama said to make her feel comfortable, because sometimes I think my mama didn't like me either, Linda. <laughs> but oh, the I know the mama loved you, girl. I know my mama, she never told me that. She was the world away. My mama was, ooh, she was a hot mess. But when we start talking about these friends, and faith friends are people who pretend to care, meaning they pretend to care about you and don't actually have your best interest at heart. That's how you know. 
also known as false friends or fair-weather friends. They tend to act like friends only when it benefits them. That's huge. It ain't nothing about you. They, they want what they go get. Now, when we start talking about these genuine friends can, can be a valuable source of emotional and practical support. In fact, research shows that having a good friend is linked to lower stress and better mental and physical health. However, it can be tough to rely on a fake friend because they may not show much support, empathy, or loyalty when you truly need it. And when you need something, they're certainly not into it. Now, my thing is this, and how can you tell a fake friend? Just because you ask me for some money don't mean I got it. I can't be sitting here and you talking about, Jeanette, uh, I'm late on my mortgage, and I'm going to take my mortgage and give you my mortgage money because if you can't pay your mortgage, and then I'm waiting on you to give me my money back, and you don't, now I'm just, I'm up, up. that's crazy. But some people, oh, she ain't no friend. She ain't, no, that ain't got nothing to do with our friendship. That means you was irresponsible, you didn't handle your business, and it is not my responsibility to make up for what you messed up. So, and sometimes people make friendship. So here's some things of fake friends. Inconsistency. Fake friends tend to be around when they need something, but not when you need something. They disappear or make excuses during your time of need. Make excuses. And that's really sad. Another thing is one-sidedness. Your relationship with them may feel one-sided. For example, your conversations with them may involve only and only around them, their life, their opinions. They may not show much of an interest in what's going on with you. Or you'll say something like, I don't want to hear that. Unreliability. They may be unreliable or rarely able to keep their promises to you. Or you find it, it may be difficult to count on them for anything. I mean, one time I asked one of my friends to pick my daughter up from the from school, and I was driving down the street saw my baby sitting on the bus. My daughter said the woman never showed up. I'm like, really? You know I asked her to pick my baby up. Another That's not a friend. No, it's not a friend. I realized that. I, I realized that years later, and I was a real good friend of that woman. Another one is betrayal. This person may not be loyal to you. They may share your confidence with others, talk badly about you behind your back, or even spread rumors about you. Betrayal is huge with friends. Disrespect. They may dismiss, belittle, ridicule, humiliate you in front of other people, and hurtful behavior, meaning they may negate you by saying or doing things that hurt you but claim that they were trying to help you. You know, Linda, that gets me with that laugh out loud or I was just saying, or you got friends that call each other names. I mean, you ain't going to be calling me names because then when we get in public, you're going to think you can do the same thing. We're nipping that in the butt now. Another one is jealousy. They may feel threatened by your success and accomplishments. Instead of celebrating your achievements, they may try to downplay them or compete with you. That was the issue with this young lady. She started trying to compete with me. When I bought the Center for the Treatment of Addiction and I called her, she said, now i got to buy me a company. I Googled her name one day. She ain't even a licensed therapist. Her, all her stuff then expired. Then one day I was doing something on veterans, and I noticed she was a veteran. She was too embarrassed and too scared to even pick up my phone or even call me back, and I know I left her several messages because I wanted her to be a guest on my show. Because my thing is this, if I know what I'm dealing with, I'm cool with it. I'm, I'm cool with it. I ain't going to try to make you be my friend. But the jealousy, 
jealousy, envy, and strife. With strife, people can act like they like you and be stabbing you in the back at the same time. Another thing is the conditional friendship. Their friendship is often contingent upon what they can gain from you. And whether it's social status, material possessions, monetary gains, or other type of benefits, once they achieve their goal, their interests diminish. Manipulation. They might use guilt, manipulation, or emotional blackmail to get what they want from you. And I know I'm giving you guys a lot of information, but I just wanted to share this stuff and ignore boundaries. A fake friend will ignore your boundaries, meaning they may consistently overstep or disregard your boundaries, whether it's your personal space, your privacy, or your emotional limits, or they will take you there. Linda, what's your take on that stuff that I just shared? Well, you know what? I kind of had a friend. Well, she was a, a sister to my friend, and she was uh, kind of envious, and her mother pulled my coattail. She said, you know, she's a jealous person. And I said, okay. And I, I'm the type of person I said, I'm not going to judge you because I know that's not my job. But I gave her a chance to mature. Now she's as sweet as she can be. Give your last dime. She matured. She wasn't happy. Her misery, she didn't know how to understand when she was miserable and you were doing well. She wasn't. She didn't understand that you can't try to pull me down because you're suffering or you think I'm doing better than you because I'm like this. Everybody got their season. You're going to be here mm-hmm. one day, you might be down the other day. So just take it and instead of knocking them down, pull them up with you. But if they don't want to be a real friend, they won't. So she was like, she was a real friend and she straightened it out. And I was like, all right, listen, I can forgive everybody because I can't, I can't make it in heaven. I'm trying to get there. That's my number one goal. Here it is with forgiveness. Forgiveness is a choice. I will forgive you, but that don't mean I got to let you bite me again. I used to, one of my friends, Xavier, used to say, I'm not going to feed a, a, a frog for a snake. If I know what I'm dealing with, I ain't going to give you the opportunity to keep coming at me like that. And even with um, the the jealousy part, or when we start talking about the manipulation, I'm not going to let you manipulate me or make me think I'm supposed to. No, I don't have to do that. That's your problem. Now, even if you ignore my boundaries, if I told you that this right here to piss me off, and you continue to do it. See, back in the day, you know, Linda, I was a different type of female back in the day. Now, I just don't deal with you. I, I, I can't because you're going to make me hurt you. Get away from me. Now, when we talk about what causes someone to be a fake friend, because it's not always a you issue, it's their issue that they have with you. And the sad part about it is sometimes they don't even let you know. I didn't know that these women were trying to be my friends because they wanted men or or like the lady that left my son on the, my daughter on the bus stop, and she gonna tell me tell tell another guy one time why everybody like Jeanette, why she can't never get rid of men, why and that man was so much so last week the same man, but this man that got me in so much trouble, but everybody wanted that man but me. <laughs> but but she has issues, and one thing about me about being out of nine children, you know I had game. My oldest sister seventy five. So, mm-hmm. and you can name it, she did it. And I learned not to do what she did because I didn't want to disappoint my parents. But mm-hmm. I know BS when I see it. And I don't deal with it. So like I said, after all the years, Stephanie and I never, ever fell out. And we've been mm-hmm. friends over 50 years. Never fell out. We never dog each other out whenever I need her. If, she, if I need to talk to her, she's there. And back to forgiveness. The person that killed my son, I had to forgive him. I don't think he intentionally 
get it. I think it might have been an accident, but you got to forgive. Not to forgive the person who killed my son at 24. Mm-hmm. Believe me, I can forgive anything because you know what? God forgives. If we don't forgive him, we don't get where we want to go. Correct. And not only that, when you hold on to that, all that bitterness, it eats you up. You right. Now, you get. You get. Correct. It's like waiting on a revenge. It's like drinking a poison, waiting on somebody else to die. It eats you up. Forgiveness is a choice. Yeah. So we talk about what causes someone to be a fake friend. It's a, these are some factors that can basically call a person, cause a person to be a, a fake friend. Self-centeredness. A self-centered person is primarily focused on their own needs and desires, might use someone else to fulfill their own goals. And some people are brought up to think to themselves. See, my son don't make a friend because, and, and this is the crazy part, you knew my son's father. Juke was a loyal friend to his friend. Juke was not a bad friend. My son is a bad friend. <laughs> Horrible friend. Now, as a person, he had his ways, but he was loyal to his friends. His friends never really said anything bad about him. But when I see these characteristics in my son, I'm like, and I've seen these characteristics in my son even when he was a kid. So I can't even say it's because of daddy. But that's just him. He's not a good friend. He's not. So, But he might not be a good friend to you. He may be a good friend to those people because if they weren't, they wouldn't deal with him. Other people no. see people different ways. Parents see children different ways than their than their. Because my daughter said that. She had a friend. I kept telling Linda from day one. I said, she's not your friend. She's grinning your face. She's not your friend. This was, this was in junior high school. But now she realized she became a better friend because she gave her the chance to make it better, and she did. And she admitted, Linda, I was jealous of you. Linda, my son's friends have told I've had people tell me that if it wasn't for me or who my son was connected with, they would have killed him a long time ago. Oh, well, I don't want you something like that, so I don't know. But, so, but you the know, thing that, is, yeah. I don't know why they, I don't know why they connect with him, and it's like it's like they want from him what he don't want from himself. He's never been a good friend. Because, like you when said, I, they my love daughter, my daughter said he wasn't even a good brother. When people love the parents, <laughs> they, they, but if they love the parents or they love you, they want that love that they have for you to be on him, but that he's not getting it. So it may take a time for him to get I'm it. I'm Well, here's, here's the deal. They respect me, and they don't want to hurt me by hurting my exactly. son. Exactly. But my son just slow down dirty things to his friends. And he better be glad he ain't my friend because I wouldn't be his friend. I don't, sometimes exactly. I question if I didn't want to be his mama. So because I get the next one is we probably make a fake friend is insecurity. People who struggle with low self esteem or sense of inadequacy might use fake friendships as a way to boost their own self worth. See, when you're dealing with a person with a lot of insecurities, their insecurities will be projected onto you. Then you have narcissism. People are taking this term narcissistic behavior, narcissistic personality, narcissistic the thing is, many individuals still don't understand what that means. But someone with narcissistic tendencies may be a fake friend, and they tend to have an inflated sense of self, a mark of lack of empathy for others, and a willingness to use others to achieve their goals. Now, I'm not saying he takes advantage of people to achieve their goals. I know that my son has a lot of insecurity. That much I know. 
Dwayne had said something about do he know he's not a good friend. Dwayne, he knows he's not a good friend. He don't care. He don't care. He do not care. Well, maybe he's not be a friend. Say that one more time. Maybe he's not looking to be their friend. Maybe he's just doing him. That's my point. He is. He's not looking to be their friend. They come around him. <laughs> so that, you they, they disappoint yeah. themselves to go to somebody who don't want to be their friend. Let it go. Right. And respect you and just say, hey, bye-bye. They come around well, here. Jeanette, so if, I, if I may, if I may stay here, um, that uh, your son seems to be the type of person that uh, is known as a, um, you know, all about self type of guy. So he really can't. He doesn't have the ability to be a friend. You know, right. that's, that's my that's the, that's that type of a characteristic of that type of person. You and know, that's just, my you point. Know, that's my yeah, point, Mr. Yeah, Ed, yeah. and a lot of times we don't, and his friends don't realize that. They're waiting on him to mature. Yeah. They're waiting on him to grow up. A friend with Dip today was telling him, you know, it's okay to get your old spot. It's okay to be. So um, somebody said most people don't know how to be real friends. That's why we get so many fake friends, because they don't know the true meaning. And you're absolutely right. You're right. Here's another one. It's hey, psychopathology. I've had, I've had students just like that, you know. Oh, I know. I, mean, I, I know. Eventually, I had to a cut loose because like at that point, you know, I had, I cut loose of a lot of friends like that. I had, I'm talking about guys that I grew up with, you know, kids, guys I went through, you know, went to high school with and, and you know, grew up, you know, in neighborhoods and all that and people I knew for a long, long time. And eventually, I only hung out with them because we've been knowing each other for so many years, you know. But you know, finally got to a point where I had to just cut them off. I'm like, you know, this ain't going to work for me. It gets dangerous. Another thing is psychopathology, meaning people with psychopathic tendencies tend to be fake friends. And they said the lack is characterized by lack of empathy, manipulative behavior, and a discard for the right of other people's feelings. There's a lot of individuals that have mental health issues. And then here we go, childhood trauma. Difficult experience in childhood can display a role. The person could have had a rough time as a child and never outgrown survival mindset. So because they haven't grown outgrown that survival mindset, they think that everybody is out to get them. And Joanne said, speak on those with narcissistic traits. The thing is, I don't have as much time today to speak on that right now, Joanne, because there's a lot of people, and I would just say it's more grandiose, it's all about them. They don't care about other people. Regard for everybody else is what they go get off the deal. Now, when we talk about there are different types of fake friends. We know the fair weather friends. We know the opportunists. Oh, Lord, I know that one so far too well. Meaning opportunists are always looking for what they can get out of the relationship. They'll be around when they need something from you, but they'll disappear when you need help or support. Then you've got the flatterers. The flatterers shower you with compliments praise, but their intentions are not genuine. They use flattery to manipulate you into doing things for them. you got the, um, the competitor. The competitor views your accomplishments as a threat to themselves, which I'm learning that now as where I am in life. And they downplay your achievement, undermine your efforts, and try to maintain a superiority. you got the gossiper. Gossipers are the people who thrive on drama and rumors. They might spread lies or personal business about you, which can harm your reputation and relationship. you got the user. And with the user, they exploit your kindness and generosity. They try to take advantage of your resources, whether it's money, possessions, or favor, without genuine gratitude or reciprocation. you got the 
Energy Vampire, and I know we're running out of time, and I got to get ready for my three o'clock session. But we got the Energy Vampire. Energy Vampires prey on your energy, leave you physically and emotionally strained. The Drama Magnet and the Manipulator. The Manipulator use guilt and manipulation to control and get what they want from you. And the Gaslighter. The Gaslighter will um, deny things and confuse you until you don't even know what's real anymore. And they'll still act like they're your friend. Girl, you know I'll never do that. Or you know what? I don't know why so-and-so said it. You be looking at them like, so-and-so didn't say it, you said it. So, Ed, I know we've got time. What do you want to leave the listeners with if you have a fake friend? Because I want to say identify it, acknowledge. My Angelou said if someone tell you who they are, show you who they are, believe them. Because action speaks louder than words by what they're doing. You don't need a friend that bad that you're going to stop well fight and put yourself in that situation just for the sake of a friend. So, Ed, what do you want the listeners to know about fake friends before we end the show today? What you uh, have to understand about having friends is that what they um, demonstrate to you is um, who they are, and you can't expect them to change because that's just who they are. Um, So the provide what you're looking for in a friend, then go for it. But if you know that they're not good friends, that's a uh-huh. flag. And uh-huh. you need to just acknowledge it and you yep. know, go with the flow. Yep. All right. Uh, Linda, what do you want to leave the listeners with as we end the show today? I'll say just stand back and watch people because they will show their true side. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Okay. All right, well, tomorrow is Tuesday, and that's when we normally do the show from the pulpit to the couch, offer biblical teachings. I want to talk about trauma dumping. A lot of times individuals may have experienced a great deal of trauma and they dump it onto other people, but they don't know how to take it to a higher power, or they don't know how to release that trauma, and they're holding on to things. And I like what you said about forgiveness, Linda. A lot of individuals don't know how to forgive. So... I will be on tomorrow night at 6 p.m., and I'm going to be talking about trauma dumping because we got to let some of that pain go. we got to learn how to be able to breathe again. we got to learn how to live again, and we got to learn how to know how to identify that toxicity. Because when I talked about fake friends, I didn't say nothing about toxic people. But toxic individuals can also be a fake friend because they're toxic. They're toxic for you. They're toxic to you. You're not going to change them. You're not going to fix them. You're not going to love them and say, yo, you, you bail them out. You let them into your home. And now that you don't let them in your home, they're going to ruin yours. Toxic. So, and some of that toxicity comes from trauma. So, again, thank you for joining me here at Precious Predicaments Blog Talk Radio. Until then, remember, you got this. Thank you, Linda. Thank you, Mr. Ed. Talk to you later. Oh, come on. Okay. Yes, 6 o'clock. Mm-hmm. 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 I didn't hear you. Awesome show. Okay, thank you. Appreciate you. Bye-bye. Bye.